Hey everybody, Micah here. Today we're excited to welcome our guest, Kenny Clutch, whose story of positive thinking is powerful and fascinating. But before we share his story, we wanted to take a second to acknowledge how much we love all of you, our dear listeners, and how aware we are that Kenny's story is not everyone's story. There are many of you out there listening in hospitals, holding on to every bit of positivity in you and still watching your child suffer. There are many of you praying for miracles and not necessarily seeing them the way you wanted. And there are many of you grieving that your child is suffering in ways that you haven't been able to control. And before we start this show, we just want to say that we see you and we want to take a moment to hold that pain with you. We had a great conversation with Kenny and we're excited to share it. And we also want to say that your story is true as well, friend. Watching your child suffer is a kind of pain no parent should be asked to walk through. And no matter the outcome you experience, you are walking through this with all your courage and love. And that's everything. Okay, let's start the show. Welcome to another episode of the Lucky Few podcast, where we are shifting the narrative by shouting the worth of people with Down syndrome. This is Heather, Mercedes, and Micah. And today, friends, we're so excited. We're going to be chatting with the one and only Kenny Clutch, aka the Dancing Dad, about being a shift maker and about his journey with his family and his son with Down syndrome. Thank you, friends, for joining us, and welcome to the Lucky Few podcast. This week's episode is sponsored by the one and only Jonas Paul Eyewear. Jonas Paul Eyewear was founded by Ben and Laura Harrison when their son, Jonas, was born nearly blind at birth. This was extremely unexpected news that no parent prepares for, but it gave them a window into the world of blindness, and it helped them start their company, Jonas Paul Eyewear, which is on a mission to help kids feel beautiful and confident in their glasses. Head to JonasPaulEyewear.com to learn more. All right, ladies, I'm pumped about this conversation. I think before we get into it, we have to let everybody know that we are just still in a world in which coronavirus is ruling our lives if we still let it. And also if we don't want to let it, it just happens to (laughs) infringe upon us (laughs) and all all the things that we have going on. I'm over it. How are you guys feeling about about it? I know. I feel like I forget about it. And then I'll see a friend and like, are you hugging? And I'm like, why wouldn't I hug you? Yes. The coronavirus. And then, you know, you go walking. Like we went to um, a restaurant, a date night for the first, you came over Heather and watched yeah. our kids. Um, <laughs> so we could go on a date night for our anniversary. And again, we left our house. So I kind of forgot. And then you go down like me, like our state street and masks and everything. And we had our masks on and tables separated. It's just so funky. I cannot get used to it, but mm-hmm. it's here. Yeah. The, the restaurants just opened here and it's only outside seating. I don't know yeah. if that's the case mm-hmm. where you guys are, but I haven't ventured out yet to a restaurant. What I did do was I had a gift card from Chris to one of my favorite stores from Christmas that I hadn't used yet. <laughs> and I w- was so sad in March that I had put this thing off. And so yesterday, the this little boutique was open and I went in with my mask on yep. and it used a lot of hand sanitizer and tried on really cute clothes. And touched and I, everything. I, I, touched <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just 
And I, I was know, like, how fun. Do, it's worth the risk. It's worth <laughs> Yeah. I need this blouse. a romper. <laughs> a new romper. I need a romper. <laughs> That's so bad. I love it. It felt so good too. Yes. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, I feel like we started getting super chill. And then you guys, my best friend and her husband got COVID. I could not believe that. No, and like, I freaked out. I know. I got serious again. And yeah. then all of a sudden, close to home and her aunt and uncle got it. They were all went to no. Havasu and yeah. they were in Arizona. Arizona, we love you, but bless your numbers are a little bit spiky. Hot and spot right now. Hot spot. And they went to a bar and that's that. So my girlfriend and her husband are, are okay. They have five kids. None of their kids got it. But all of a sudden it's like, well, shoot. Right. I now know someone directly who has yes. it. You remember like and we I could not say yeah. that before. And I was, I had seen her. I'd gone to walk with her the morning. She started showing, she started showing symptoms that evening. Mm. And so then last week, all of a sudden, I don't feel a hundred, no COVID symptoms, but any, any sickness symptom is like, oh, surely now it's COVID, right? It's, like there, there's nothing else that it's exists. Happened. Yes. Anyways, I got a test. Good news. I don't have it. <laughs> right. And then the test is kind of uncomfortable, right? The nose that did you get the nose swab? Here's a shout out friends. I did. But if you're listening, LabCorp, they're just okay. a, a tiny little organization. They made you listening. <laughs> they're all things. If you're listening, LabCorp, I did. It was great. And if you want to oh, sponsor really? the podcast. We will, I mean, I'm already just giving a shout out. You go on labcore.com, you okay. fill out a, a form. You have to have some kind of symptom. Also, they're not testing you, so you could lie. But oh my God. Oh my. but I don't promote that. Within 24 hours, they mail it to you. And you can either have your insurance pay. Okay. You can get it for free or you can pay $119. You choose which box you want. want it for <laughs> so you either can pay or get it for free. I chose the free box and less than 24 hours later, <laughs> I, I got my test. I had to swab my nose, but not like all the way up. Just a nose swab, stick it so in a thing. You your own nose. Swab my own nose and I follow the wow. rules. And 48 hours later, I had my results. Okay. So why don't you have to stick it all the way up, but the doctors stick it all the way up? Are they you just know, accidentally Mercedes, doing that? The only <laughs> consistent thing with COVID is nothing is consistent. Okay. Or makes sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The only consistency is that there's no consistency. <laughs> Zero. Okay. But <laughs> I want to get our guest on here because yeah, I am. And, and part of why I think that this is an interesting I, topic to start with is because all of a sudden people who are running businesses from their home and Josh and I are in this category. Mm -hmm. I know Andy's in this category, Mercedes mm -hmm. husband. And if you're running your own business and you don't have someone who's hiring, paying your paychecks and you're a business business has something to do with being around people. You got to start getting creative. I know that in the last, I mean, what are we on? Like month 70? I don't know. In the last four months, I have felt mostly defeated in the business for the lucky few. I mean, I think I said to Josh yesterday, I don't think yesterday I said to Josh, I'm going back to teaching, like, screw it. No one cares about what we're doing. I can't do it. I, we had to cancel our last event that I was holding on tightly to our lucky mama's retreat. We canceled this week. And so every single event's been canceled for the whole year. And I am just about to crawl under a rock and just hide forever. And then you have men like Kenny who are saying, no, 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 that's not the thing we're doing. And, and so I feel like maybe today is going to be just like a real, I'm being real selfish. And this is just for me guys, this interview and this hangout time, but I'm going to, I'm going to bring him in because he's taken, he has just such a great mindset that we're going to let him share about. And he's created an event that's going to be coming up that I think was birthed from this time of COVID. Mm -hmm. And so it's such a good example of not crawling under a rock right. <laughs> and quitting your job, but rather shifting your mindset and making something great out of it. So he is known on Instagram as the dancing dad. And I want him when he comes on to talk about that. He has four sons. He has a son with Down syndrome mm -hmm. and he is a motivational speaker. He's created an event coming up called the shift makers. It's going to be in July, just a few days after this episode comes out and it's focused on develop developing positive strategies to deal with life's challenges. So we are very excited to have you with us. Kenny, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you guys for having me on. That was a awesome introduction. Thank you so much. You made me feel important. <laughs> you are. We need you to come in and shift our mindsets, Kenny. Absolutely. We're ready. 
absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yeah. So, um, yeah, I am known as the dancing dad, which that was given to me by the rest of the world. I didn't come up with that. That was something that was given to me in the hospital um, when we were uh, fighting leukemia. Um, so should I just go right into the story? You guys ready? I would love it. Go yeah, right tell, in. Tell us about your family and about your whole your whole life. Yeah, so, um, well, my whole life is that we're going to need like a couple hours for that. Know, right. <laughs> but um, we'll, 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 we'll go back a couple years. Uh, so Christian is our youngest son, who's three years old now. Um, he was born in, in 2017, and then 14 months into his life, in 2018, he was diagnosed with leukemia. Um, and when he was born, obviously he was born with trisomy 21, he was born with a rare blood disorder, and that blood disorder um, kept him in the NICU for about 10 days. Um, what they had to do is, you know, get his red blood cells up, you know, above 55, because um, when he was born, I think he had maybe about 20, uh, somewhere in between 15 and 20,000 um, uh, platelets. So doctors came to us and he was like, listen, at some point in his life, he may develop um, leukemia. Now, I'm a believer, so I'm very optimistic. And I was just like, nah, we good. Like, that's not going to happen. But you never know when, you know, when it really hits home, just like you guys were talking about earlier. Now, you, when it hits home, it, it hits home for real, for real. So in March of 2018, Christian had developed a fever. Um, and then in April of 2018, he developed another fever. And these weren't just your regular baby teething fevers at, at all. Right. So they were, you know, back to back. And we, so we go to the hematologist. Uh, mind you, at this, during this time, Christian was going to the hematologist um, every week for about three days uh, a week mm-hmm. to get his blood work checked out. So he was getting stabbed up like every oh, right? Baby. Yeah, but he's a, he's a trooper. So he was, he was taking it like a champ. And um, then June of 2018, which is June 19th, 2018, which is just not too long ago, he had, that's when he got diagnosed with uh, leukemia. We, we were actually going to, um, to take the kids out to Dave and Buster's over here in Philadelphia for a family fun day. And we were just already used to Christian getting stabbed up and going to the hospital and stuff like that. So we just thought we were going to be in and out, but his hematologist had sent us over to CHOP uh, to get a second opinion. And we just thought like, everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be cool. And then we were in there longer than expected. I thought we were only going to be in there about 45 minutes and it ended up uh, turning into 32 days straight. Mm. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So our whole world flipped upside down, like in a matter of seconds, mm-hmm. um, just like everyone has been going through, you know, the COVID-19 and things like that, everything shifted. Mm-hmm. Um, and, our, you know, we didn't get a chance to go to Dave and Buster's that summer. We didn't get a chance to, to get do anything that summer. My kids ended up sleeping on an air mattress at their grandmother's house, you know, the entire summer, three kids on an air mattress is not the most comfortable thing mm-hmm. in the world. But um, my wife and I, we had to be there for for our son um, during this time and you know it it was it was the beginning of the mind shift if I'm, mm-hmm. if I'm being honest mm-hmm. it was the beginning of of me turning into this motivational speaker that I'm that I am today and the first thing that I had to do was pull myself out of time and I think that most people don't do that when you when you're in a negative situation and it hits you we get impulsive um, we get super emotional. We we go crazy. We don't know how to act. We throw our hands up. We say, you know what? Forget everything. Like, you know, I'm done. I'm good. I, I don't want to deal with it. But the reality is that we actually have to deal with it, right? Mm-hmm. But how is the question? It's easier said than done. People say, oh, be positive, be positive. Yeah, but how? Mm-hmm. Like, let's, let's be real here. You know what I'm saying? How do you really be positive in a situation like this when your son is fighting for his life, right? And when you don't know the specs, you're not a doctor, you're a parent. Right. And you're, you're really just trying to figure out what can I do to make sure that my son or daughter gets through this, right? And you wish you could just switch places with your, with your kid because you don't want your kid going, going through that. So the first thing I had to do was pull myself out of time. This is what we call in shift makers, we call this setting the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So most people don't set the atmosphere at all, right? They just they just go like they're like a dart like they're just 
you know, you, you have to have a strategy. You actually have to have a plan. And what I learned was, and this is throughout a lot of experience in life, and they say experience is the best teacher, but I beg to differ because even though it, it may be a really, really good teacher, it's better if you actually listen to the people who've mm -hmm. already been there prior to so that you mm -hmm. can avoid certain situations, you know? So no experience could be even a better teacher than experience itself, mm -hmm. if you actually listen. So anyway, we, I, I pulled myself out of time and I had to talk with God. Like, it was just me and him. Like, let's just talk real quick. Like, you know, man to God, pretty much. Mm -hmm. And um, he told me, he said, go in there with your family. And the first thing that you need to do is pray in a circle around the hospital bed before chemo even hits his body. Mm -hmm. That's what you need to do first. Because this is going to be a battle that you are well prepared for, but I need you to go in with a strategy. Mm -hmm. So with that, with that being said, is that's when your, your faith is truly, truly tested. You know, people want to know if God is real, he's going to test your faith. If you got some faith in whatever you think he's real, he's going to test you, he's going to put you in some situations where you're going to find out if he's real or not. And I, I you know, found out that God was tr truly real. And going with my family, you circle around Christian. And um, that was the start of everything. Before chemo even hit his body, once, chemo, once, once the doctors came in, I said, okay, doc, this is the deal. I said, we are believers. I said, we're trusting you guys to, to guide us in the right direction. We're on the same page here. We're on the same team. So here, here are the guidelines. Number one, there's no negativity involved. If you got some bad news, you better bring it in a positive way. So you better flip the script on me because I don't want any type of negative vibes coming into this hospital room. Any nurse, tech, doctor that come in with a negative vibe and I feel that, they will be dismissed immediately. You know, and you can't be, you know, um, you can't feel sorry for people. You don't don't because your kid's life is on the line here. Right. So this is what we have to understand. And my, my wife is, 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 is Puerto Rican. So she she's got a she's got a hot quick. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> like if you you go in with the wrong attitude real quick, some something in Spanish may be flying out, you know, behind you. So so she. We, we made sure that uh, Christian was in a, a positive environment. And I'm not saying that every day was easy, guys. It, it really wasn't. But we, we worked hard to make sure that the atmosphere was set, you know, for Christian um, so that he was happy throughout the entire process. That was, that's the first step, setting the atmosphere. And that's how everything pretty much started with us. Mm. Amazing. Well, will you tell us a little bit more about um, how how long that that journey lasted, and and how you came out to the other side? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the doctor said that the journey was going to be about three hundred days, but with our positive atmosphere that we created with Christian, um, along with the doctors and along with you know God's guidance and stuff, we cut we, we cut his recovery time in half to one hundred and forty nine days, wow. and. The doctors could not believe that it was cut that short. They, I said, they, they were asking questions like, how is this even possible? Well, we know how it's possible. And what was happening in the hospital room, they would bring these, uh, for any, any parent that's ever been through childhood cancer, they'll bring in the, the team that's, you know, for therapy and stuff like that. So you guys know, you know, you'll have early intervention and stuff like that. So they want to continue that within the hospital room. But then you have this other group um, of therapists, musical therapy that comes into the room too. Now, I'm gonna be honest, I'm, I'm hip hop. <laughs> so <laughs> the ukuleles and the nice little <laughs> song totally. wasn't, wasn't cutting it, even for my own, my own mental. So I'm like, you know what, this is not working. You guys are dismissed and I will take over the musical therapy part, <laughs> you know, PT, stuff like that. Come on in. Let's get to work. You know, speech therapy. Let's get to work. Do your thing. When it comes to this music thing, let dad handle that. So we're about eight days in, right? We're about eight days in. And what happened was um, I said, babe, I said, turn the music and let's just, let's just uh, get down for Christian. And what happened? You know, during this time, my wife and I, we owned a dance studio called the Level Dance Complex. Wow. 
we actually had to shut the dance studio down mm -hmm. to tend to Christian's care. So before there was a COVID-19 quarantine, we were already prepared in quarantine. Mm -hmm. We had to already yeah. shut everything down, you know, for him. So this is day number eight. I've been dancing since I was 18, 19 years old, you know, and at the time I was, I was 34 and I'm dancing every single day since then seven, eight days go by. I haven't, I didn't dance a lick. And I'm like, one, I got to train because that's what, that's what keeps me in shape. That's my exercise. And two, I think Christian would just love it. You know, let me just dance for him. And then three, let's just go ahead and, and um, send it to our family and friends to document the journey, just to let them know that everything's going to be okay. I don't want your pity. I don't want, you know, you guys feeling sorry for me because that's still negative vibes to me. So I had to cover all parameters, not just inside the hospital room, but outside as well, too. For anybody that was going to be saying anything, guys, you got to remain positive. We need all that type of energy, you know, um, working in our favor. So I dance for him. And um, the next thing you know, he's moving his little arms, moving his little legs and stuff. And he's just, lo he's, lo he's loving it. So um, the first video that we did actually um, went, I guess, somewhat viral. It, went, it had about 10,000 hits. And we had got on a, a TV show called Right This Minute over here in, in Philadelphia. We got on Right This Minute and that kind of sparked it from there. And what happened was there were people that were actually loving what we were doing. So we started to do it more. And this is where the shift actually started to take place. I saw that we were in there for a reason. I already knew that Christian was going to live. Like he wasn't going to die, right? But there was another task that that we had. There were people out there that were hurt. There were people that were in the hospital that were hurt. I walk around that hospital and it was so depressive. Like I'm being honest with you. I'm like, yo, you guys are, you guys are killing me. <laughs> like, like Jesus, like just, you know, lift up. You got to understand something. If you wake up every single day, you have purpose, right? And when you wake up, you have to be grateful for the air that you cannot even see. We, we're breathing air that we can't see. We're breathing air that we, we know it's there, right? We're breathing it. We're smelling it. It's going through our, our, our bloodstream, but, you know, we can't even see it. That's God. So when you're, you got to be grateful for that because somebody didn't wake up this morning, right? You, at least you got a fighting chance that your, your son or daughter, they're still, they're still alive and they're still fighting, which means God still has a purpose in their life. What we have to do is we have to learn how to take our situation and take these challenges and turn them into opportunities. So that's what I did. I saw that there were people that were like, yo, you don't understand how much this truly meant to me to see what you're doing with your son has shifted my mind and changed my mindset and changed my perspective. So fast forward to day number 32 is when everything truly changed. Day number 32, Christian's number levels went up, right? So when you get chemo, it wipes out your entire system, right? Your ANC level, which is your immune system, it drops all the way down to zero. So Christian was truly quarantined and in a bubble, you know, throughout this entire process. And once it had hit zero, he wasn't allowed to leave the, the hospital room at all. People that were coming in, the, the nurses, doctors were coming in, that they'd be suited and booted all the way through so that no germs got on him. Because um, if, if so, any infection or anything like that, it could have been a wrap for him just, you know, he could have been done. Day number 32 comes, and during this process, it was really peaks and valleys inside the hospital room, especially with me and my wife, because my wife, you know, she would be get down, she would get depressed, she just wants to go home, she wants to see the kids. Like, mm -hmm. it, was, it was a lot, right? So it was my job as the man in, in the king of, of our home to keep the positivity up, keep everything, keep her motivated. Babe, go out and get some fresh air. Go you know, go, go do, you know, go, just go uh, get yourself together. You know what I'm saying? Just things like that, just to kind of help her get her favorite foods, whatever it is that I had to do, I was doing it. When on day number 32, Sierra comes out with this song called Level Up. Mind you, the name of my dance studio is called Level Dance Complex. So it's kind of, yeah. Check out the yeah, correlation there, right? Mm -hmm. um, day number 32, his ANC levels went up above 200 and rising, which is what we were waiting for. Because remember, they were at zero. They finally got above mm -hmm. 200 rising. The doctors come in at 745 in the morning and say, guess what, guys? You guys are going home. Chris's number levels are up. And when I tell you, 
It was the most exciting day of our life. <laughs> it was the most exciting. You remember those cartoons back in the day where they would um, they would have a suitcase and then they would just be throwing all the things out of the suitcase really, really fast? That was, that was me and my wife. We had our entire house in that one little hospital room and we were, we were packing up like crazy. I made like, like seven trips to the truck to, to go ahead and load everything up. We were trying to get out of here so fast. We ended up making uh, one last video before we were done with round one. And that was to Sierra's Level Up song. I'll tell you guys, this, this is crazy. At the time I had about 5,000 something followers on Instagram at this time. Within one hour after posting that video and I hashtag level up challenge, I didn't even know there was a level up challenge. I thought I was starting one, but Sierra had already started <laughs> level up challenge. And I only did it because of my, my dance studio level yes. up. Yeah. So, so, he, uh, so then we, we ended up um, posting that video within one hour is at 20,000 views. I oh said, well, that's gosh. crazy, right? By the time I got home, it was at 80,000 views. Mm -hmm. Mind you, I live in Jersey. In Philadelphia to Jersey is only like 15 minutes away, right, from where I live. So by the time I got home, picked up the kids, you know, did all that stuff, got home 80,000 views. By the time I went to sleep that night, it was at 100,000 views. Oh By the time God. I woke up in the morning, we're looking at 800,000 views. <laughs> By the time I got to my studio the next day, this is within 24 hours, we're at 1 million views on Instagram. This thing went so viral, so quick. My wife calls me up and I didn't pick up the phone. So men that are listening, when you <laughs> call you, pick up the phone the first time, right? Pick up the phone. So... I didn't pick up the phone, so I, I, I figured it wasn't important. So the next time she calls again, so I said, oh, it must be for real. So she calls and she says, babe, did you check your Instagram? I said, no, I'm training. She said, what's up? She, she was like, Sierra just reposted your video. I said, man, stop playing, for real? She was like, no, for real. I said, don't, don't, don't play with my emotions, babe. She's like, I'm not playing, like, check your Instagram. Sierra reposted the video. On Twitter, you had Holly Berry, you had oh Russell God. Wilson, you had Ludacris, you had all these different celebrities reposting this video, D.L. Hughley, Morris Chestnut. I'm like, whoa, the very next day, I get a call from NBC, I get a call from ABC, CBS, Fox News, the BBC, the Australian, <laughs> Chinese news, the Italian news, like Canadian news, I, and I'm, I'm so serious, this is all in one day like the next day after, um, this is Monday morning and I'm interview after interview after interview, I'm on the radio, I'm on TV shows, I'm, I'm everywhere speaking about, you know, the dancing dad and his baby. And I'm like, who's the dancing dad? They're like, you are. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh snap. the paper, the dancing dad dances for his, for his little boy to fight cancer. I'm like, oh snap. Like it's, it's so cool. Um, the Washington Post, like, everywhere was just they were they, in, in, in it was out of nowhere i went from 5000 followers to over 50000 followers within like a day and i'm just like this is crazy so that's when the shift actually happened and i got it i said i get it mm. i'm doing this because it's making people feel a different way and look at life from a different perspective right? And all I was doing was being obedient, right? Here's what we have to understand. Obedience sometimes requires sacrifice, but not all sacrifice is obedient. We have to understand that, right? I'm a guy that was wanting to go dance for, you know, the biggest stages, uh, stadiums, 30,000 people here and there. But God was like, why are you sitting there limiting, you know, my ability? Why dance for 30,000 people when I can have you dance and speak to millions of people across the world with this story? And sometimes we take our, our situation and we look at it as a, as a Debbie Downer, when really we should be looking at it as an opportunity to how we want to come out on the other side of it. So mm. what I did was, is I say this all the time, when we change the mind, we change the game. Mm -hmm. Change the mind, we change the game. 70% of illnesses start within the mind. Mm. Start within the mind, that means we can end them with the mind, right? 
Mm -hmm. So I, that's all I was doing every day in the hospital room was shifting the atmosphere and shifting my, my son's mentality, like happy, 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 only happy thoughts the whole time. Nothing angry, nothing sad, none of that was to answer. That's how everything started to shift in my life and now becoming one of the, you know, top motivational speakers on positive development strategies. Mm. I've been wanting to ask you how you came up with Shift Makers, yeah. um, the title, and then also reading about your event. Would you share yeah, more about sure. Shift Makers? Yeah, so Shift Makers is something that was birthed from um, this entire situation with, uh, with COVID-19. Mm. Uh, I pay attention to my audience a lot, and I pay attention to what I see on, on, online and seeing how things play out. And uh, a lot of people hit me up all the time for advice or whatever it is that they may be going through. Um, for example, there was a woman that was diagnosed with, with, uh, with cancer at the same time Christian was, but she actually went into remission um, in mid of 2018. And then just a few weeks ago, she hit me up and she said that the cancer had returned. Mm. So the doctors now gave her six months to live. These are the type of stories that I'm hearing and seeing. Mm -hmm. And there's a, another woman who um, her husband um, took, takes Down syndrome pretty hard with their daughter. Um, doesn't really, hasn't really accepted the fact that his daughter is just different and mm -hmm. that she's special. And mm -hmm. some people have a mental block from that, like that mm -hmm. your son or daughter is not quote unquote regular, mm -hmm. right? And I mean, what is that at the end of the day? You know, what is regular? Uh, right. We're all different. We're all different human beings. Each person has a different type of fingerprint. So therefore, nobody is the actual same. What the problem is, is that we, we cherish what we see on the outside versus what we see on the inside, right? We don't cherish the, the organs, the heart, as much as we cherish what we see in someone's face and what we're attracted to in the world. So what I saw with COVID-19, I saw people that were depressed. I've seen that, um, that people were, you know, with people losing their jobs and people worrying about money and people worrying about how they were going to get to the next thing. Let me tell you something. We lost 65% of our business, 65% of our income in 2019, right? And this is how important your faith truly is, right? I started digging into my, digging into my Bible. I started reading um, different things like leadership books. Um, I read the, the book that I'm reading now is The Five Levels of Leadership by John Maxwell. I start educating myself on these different um, aspects of life to help make the shift mentally first. Because that's the first thing that you have to do before you get any type of income, money, whatever it is. You got to be mentally prepared for this type of stuff. So when I saw that people were, you know, the, the divorce rates were going up, domestic violence was going up during COVID-19. I'm like, okay, hold on. We need to make a little shift here in, in people's mentality. And let's be honest, the first half of 2020 has been crazy <laughs> for everybody, right? Insane. Mm -hmm. They said that this is the year of vision, right? This is the year of vision. Well, the truth is truly coming out. Mm. The truth is coming out from 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 a uh, polit from a political standpoint to testing who you truly are as a as a wife as a husband as a as a child as a as a worker. The truth is coming out how this has impacted the entire globe. Period. Right. So how do we make the shift for the second half of 2020? Mm -hmm. Can the second half of 2020 be better than the first half of 2020? I believe mm -hmm. so. I believe that there's a shift that is actually happening and a shift that's actually taking place. I believe that we are taking the bull by the horns at this point right now, but we just need an extra little push, which is why we created Shift Makers, because we want people to take not only their story, right? We want them to take their story and, and use the challenge and what they experienced with COVID-19 and how they overcame. But this is the motivation and inspiration that they, that they need. They don't need just the motivation and inspiration but they need you know, someone like myself and my team to help them apply the knowledge as well too. Mm. So Shift Makers is just not a virtual event. It's also going to be a course that we've created. Mm. Um, and within the course, we go through these three strategies because again, we need a plan, right? For the next thing that comes, we have to have a plan and we have to be ready. So number one is uh, setting the atmosphere, which we spoke about earlier. Number two, 
um, is the pillars of strength. And then number three is using your gift to make the shift, right? So with setting the atmosphere, it's all about weeding out all the negativity, all the drama, identifying who is for you and who is not for you. And don't be afraid to, to tell some people, listen, you got to go, okay? This is all about making the shift here. And a lot of times we're afraid to be a little rude, well, not really rude, but you're just being truthful. People get rude in, in the truth uh, confused. This is, you, mm -hmm. you know, if you're not good for my spirit, if you're not good, good for my soul, I can't have you in my life because, you know, I'm protecting my personal peace. Because when I die, I'm judged individually. I'm not judged as a group. You know, I'm judged individually on what I do on this planet, on this earth. And if you are toxic, toxic in my life, I can't have you here. I got, mm -hmm. I got, I got to cut you off. So with setting that atmosphere, uh, I give you guys a quick story, an, an example of what I mean. When we were in the hospital with Christian, there was a doctor that came in and they had a team of doctors and me about 14 of them and they all rotated um, every two weeks. So this is about round number four that we're in. Um, with Christian going through chemotherapy. Um, and Christian had a Broviac in his chest. Um, so listeners, if you guys are, can, if you can imagine, imagine a, a needle um, about as long as your finger going into the heart of, you know, of the, the heart organ going into your chest and being there for 149 days. That's, you know, what Christian had to live with. And there were two um, ports hanging out one to pump chemo through, one to draw blood from, right? There was a keloid that was developing around Christian's chest, right? And at the same time, Christian had this weird cough. Now, ladies, you guys know your children. You know totally. if they, there's something wrong, right? So I'm no doctor, but I'm not an idiot either. So that was just not a regular cough. Mm. We asked the doctor if he could just, you know, examine them and do an x-ray just to cancel out to make sure there was no pneumonia involved. The reason why we said that is because the year prior when Christian was born, Christian had pneumonia. But the pneumonia, there, we didn't see the symptoms for the pneumonia, right? Just mm -hmm. like you'd probably, if you're asymptomatic, you may not see the symptoms for COVID-19, but you probably still got it. So he, the, the, the doctor denied us three times. We asked three times, can we get an x-ray? And I'm like, he said, no because he doesn't have the symptoms for it. I didn't ask that, Doc. I asked for an x-ray, please. He said no three times. So, like I said before, my wife is Puerto Rican, and she don't play that much. <laughs> so, and this is for any wife, for that matter, no matter what ethnicity you are, you're going to go to your husband and be like, do something, period. Do something. So that was my cue. Once I saw her face, you got it, babe. I got you. Because at the end of the day, I got to sleep with her at night. And I'm not sure I have no problems. So I go find this doctor in the hallway. Me and him, we go have a man-to-man -man talk. I'm like, listen, doc. I said, my son's fighting for his life right here. I'm the one that has to be here. And I'm asking nicely for an x-ray just to cancel out for my peace of mind and my wife's peace of mind. So I appreciate it, doc, if you go ahead and get me an x-ray. So he looks back at me. He said, you know what? You're right. He said, I'm going to go ahead and grant you the x-ray. Doc, why I got to do all that? I should I not do that, right? <laughs> right? You're not paying for the x-ray. It's not coming out. Like, come on now. We, we got insurance. So it, it, like, don't worry about that. So pneumonia was canceled out. There was no pneumonia. But what they saw was that the Broviac was actually coming out of his chest, which it could have got infected even more. So had he not gotten the x-ray, then that could have set us back even further, right? Mm -hmm. So here's what I mean by protecting your peace. When we found out what it is that we found out, we told, you know, whoever we had to tell, we don't want that doctor back on our team, period. Mm -hmm. Guess who this guy was? This guy was the head oncologist of the entire team. Wow. So we don't want the head person, whoever that guy is, who's supposed to be in charge, you're not in charge anymore because I'm in charge of my son and I don't want you around my son, period. I don't care what your title is. So that's what I mean. You have to learn how to protect your peace because he clearly, you know, was not, you know, all for us in what it is that we needed and wasn't going to provide mm -hmm. the value that we needed. So he had to go and he was dismissed from the team. Like we didn't want him there. And that was that. And you can't 
you can't feel sorry about it because your son or daughter's life would be on the line. And as we, and even as advocating for our children in the Down syndrome community, listen, if you're not good for my kid, <laughs> then you gotta go. Mm -hmm. So fast forwarding to, you know, stage number two, which is the Pillars of Strength Act, that actually really comes from um, a faith-based format. The reason why we have the Pillars of Strength is because what is in the middle, right, is the positivity, understand? So we write down a sheet of paper and we put two pillars up, right? One on, you know, one on each side of your body, okay? Or on each side of the sheets. And in the middle, you write down all the positive things that are going on in your life, right? Mm -hmm. On the outside of the pillars, you write down all the negative things that are going on in your life, right? So those negative things that are trying to infiltrate and come into your life all the time, whether it be, you know, a bad habits, people, um, finances, um, you know, issues with your marriage, like whatever that is, you're going to take your positive tangibles and use those to push out the negativity and filter out the negativity out of your life so that when they do reoccur, you just do the same process over and over again. This is a daily practice. So me, I'm, I'm a speaker. I'm good at dance. If I got money problems or anything like that, okay, I can go dance and go get a get a dance gig or something. That's just an example. Let me go, you know, um, any up on my, my dancing gigs to push that out. Relationship issues. Well, I'm a positive person. So let me, you know, use my positivity to deal with this relationship problem that, that I may be having. Let me, let me filter it a different way instead of going off in anger, right? So those are the pillars of strength. And we go through, we take people step by step um, within the course. Then the last thing is using your gift to make the shift. After you've gone through setting the atmosphere, after you've gone through um, the, the pills of strength, from there, you're going to see everything clear because you've, you've uh, pushed out all the negativity and all you see is the positive. Now, out of that positive, somewhere in there is your gift. Somewhere in there is your purpose. And we use that gift to make the shift in your life. For example... I'm a dancer again. I use my gift of dance to help my son defeat cancer, right? I use my gift every single day now to not only help him defeat cancer, but I use my gift of dancing with him to help others look at life from a different perspective using my gift to then make the shift, which is why we have shift makers now. Now people are gonna understand that throughout this quarantine, you should have developed a brand new trait. Now we're gonna learn how to use that trait mm -hmm. and, and take it to the next level. Yes. I think that's, I love that the, this is so applicable to all of us, whether our kids with Down syndrome have gone through major health crises. Like every, we all are advocates. We all have those places where we need to lean into, we need to change our shift. We need to lean into um, the positive. We need to find, practice the pillars of strength. So mm -hmm. thanks for sharing that with us, Kenny. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's just, um, you know, people, we have to understand that we have to strategize moving forward, putting those, putting these things into place will truly help, you know, change someone's life for the better, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's happening. Tell us when that's happening. That is going to be happening July 25th on Crowdcast. Um, but what people can do, they can go to my Instagram and they can click the link that's in the bio and then they can sign up right there um, on Crowdcast. There'll be three speakers. Um, there'll be myself. There'll be my wife, um, Jocelyn Thomas, who will be speaking as well to giving her testimony, um, even as a mother, um, you know, uh, a mother of a of Down syndrome child and the things that she's went through, um, you know, in her life and how that's helped. Um, propel her into her business now. And then um, we also have my, my good friend, Jason Johnson, who is the in-home parent coach, um, which is a self-titled thing that he, he created, the in-home parent coach. So he goes to different um, homes, helping families who have children that may have behavioral issues and helping parents and coaching those parents how to um, pretty much deal with your child uh, in a different way versus yelling, screaming, what are some tricks of the trade that, you know, they use. His course is pretty extensive and pretty long because it's just not you going in there one day and, 
everything changes. It's a, it's a long process. Yeah. And then where else can people find you? So you said your Instagram, tell us your Instagram handle and any other good ways people can be following along and getting this information. Yeah. People can find me. I'm, I hang out on Instagram a lot. So you can find me at Kenny clutch underscore on Instagram, or you can go um, on YouTube and find me at Kenny clutch speaks. And also uh, Facebook is Kenny clutch as well too. And you have a podcast. Yes. Podcast is uh, the clutch vision podcast, which is um, you can catch it on the anchor app, Spotify, Google podcasts, um, or Apple podcasts as well too. And for the video, you can actually see it on YouTube. Cool. And we will have links in our show notes, as always, to all of these places. Yes. Yes. Thank you for sharing all that. I'm excited. I'm excited for the, for July. I'm excited yes. for this event. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be good stuff. We are making a, a positive shift in people's lives. I think that, um, you know, we live by this, you know, yesterday is gone, tomorrow will worry about itself, and today is all we have. It's good. But we have, you know, impact today the best way you know how, you know, like, like just go all the way in. Um, I believe it was Les Brown who said there's 1,440 minutes in a day. That means you have 1,440 opportunities to be successful. Mm-hmm. So we look at life like that and just wake up and be like, oh, like, if I only have that many minutes in a day, then I need to spend my time like I spend my money. And I need to be more careful with how I spend my time, just like I need to be more careful with how I spend my money. Mm-hmm. So you have to, you know, when you look at life like that, then you look at every single second, every single minute as, you know, your most valuable commodity. Mm. Okay, ladies, is it time for good news? You know it. You know it. <laughs> Um, Kenny, so every week we ask our audience to share with us their good news. And I would like to ask you if you have any good news to share with us about your son, Christian. Yes, I do have some good news. Um, Christian is cancer free. Amazing. Um, Yes. Hallelujah. Snaps. Yes. And throughout the, the, the quarantine, Christian finally learned how to walk. So now we're, you know, you could probably see all the Instagram videos of him walking now. So he's, he's walking, he's running. He doesn't want to dance as much because he just wants to run and walk. <laughs> yeah. He's got places to go. Yeah, <laughs> so a lot of our videos are ending with him leaving the scene. <laughs> He's just out. He's all right, Pops. Gotta go. So, um, yeah. So that's some good news. And the other good news is um, my wife uh, has, you know, been excelling in her in-home business, um, Kenjo's Creations, and she has been amazing um, with the the cricket machine, actually. So, oh yeah. Yeah. So she has been, you know, normally. I mean, you guys can see my 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 home right now, but. Normally, this room is like a war zone. Yes. Of, you know, different crafts and stuff like just everywhere. She had, she went in on, you know, throughout COVID 19 and just really like, you know, stepped her game up um, to a, a whole nother level. That's exciting. What did she create? What are her creations? She created, do I have stuff? Oh, yeah, I have some stuff. You got to give her a shout out. I know yeah. we need to know. We'll have to link to her. Does she yeah. have a uh, have a website? Yeah, well, she has an Instagram that she Instagram and Facebook cool. which she operates off of. She, you know, she makes a bunch of different shows. You can go on her Instagram, which is at Kenjo's Creations. So that's K E N J O S Creations, and you can see all of her creations there. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. I'm on the. I'm on there. Heather's on right now. We'll have a link to that too. Thanks for sharing that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we we also have some other good news, you guys. Oh we yes. Heard, yeah, we heard from one of our listeners at the Worthy Three, who said that both of my boys took themselves to the potty this week all on their own. Just, hey. That's right. Just walking right in. 
<laughs> Yay, Amber. That is a beautiful yes. thing. Yes. We love Amber. Shout out to Amber. I think everyone who has a child with Down syndrome knows this is some good news. This is some good news. I love it. Okay, we're gonna take we're gonna take a break to hear from our sponsor and we'll be right back. Hey, Heather here, and I'm so excited to get to share with you more about Jonas Paul Eyewear. Our sweet Mason Hope has been wearing Jonas Paul Eyewear since she's been in glasses. It has been our go-to in eyewear. They have a mission to help kids feel beautiful and confident in their glasses, and that is exactly how Macy feels every day when she puts her glasses on. Their at-home try-on kits, which are just a dollar, send you a variety of options of frames, and your kid gets to try them on and feel confident and great before ordering. They get to try them on feeling confident and great before they make a decision on what pair of glasses they want to order. And when you're ready to order, prescription glasses start at just $79, including prescription lenses. And right now they're offering blue light blocking lenses, which are perfect for the extra screen time and online learning that so many of our kiddos are doing. So if you're in need of glasses, head to jonaspauleyewear.com and type in the lucky few 15 for 15% off just for listening. All right. We are so thankful, Kenny, that you were here with us today. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for speaking positive, good vibes to us, um, filling our hearts up with some energy today. And <laughs> we're, we're so grateful to have you. Oh, man, I appreciate you guys having me on. I had a blast with you guys. You know, like, <laughs> I'd love to come back and, 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 and hop okay. on the plane, you know? Yes, yes. please do. Um, and we wish you the best of luck with Shift Makers. We hope it's an amazing event. And we hope that yes. our listeners will check it out and sign up. And we, we want to thank all of you friends, listeners out there for being here today, too. We want to remind you that we would love to hear your good news. And you can leave us a voicemail or you can send us a message on Instagram. Share a message about celebrating in your loved one with Down syndrome life. And if you have a product or business that wants to help us help with the people with Down syndrome, you know we'd love to partner with you. You can email hello at theluckyfewpodcast.com for sponsorship opportunities. And we want to send a huge thank you to our editor, Josh Avis, to our producer, Val Schleter, to our producer, Emeritus, Andy Lara, for always being amazing. Um, and to all of you out there who have shared the Lucky Few podcast with friends, who have listened faithfully and cheered us on, don't forget to subscribe. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember that you, dear listener, supporting your loved one with Down syndrome, you are a shower of worth and a narrative shifter and a shift maker. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Keep on keeping on. <laughs> we are cheering for you. We'll see you on the next podcast. Bye, friends. Thanks for listening to the Lucky Few Podcasts. Remember to review our show on Apple Podcasts and check us out on all social media at the Lucky Few Pod. Lastly, send us your good news by going to theluckyfewpodcast.com and sending us a message via text, voicemail, or email. See you next time.